This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPL livecast. Prince Charles became the king this week. It turns out, being an inbred weirdo with no discernible talents can be very rewarding. BRB, going to crossbreed myself with another AI algorithm 500 times until my offspring are dumb enough to become royalty. Pip hip, cheerio, hello gov now. Our IP livecast starts. Now. Welcome live casters. We have a new king. Well, we don't. The British do. Newsflash. They don't either. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Because there's no such thing as a king. He's playing cosplaying as a king. Yeah, he doesn't actually have power over them, really. Right. But the news tells me he's the king. Well, the news is somewhat suspect at times, Rob. They're just desperate for something to talk about. So they'll yeah. t- if that's if that's what it takes, then they'll tell you he's the king. Sure. Yeah. There's definitely no problems in the world to cover. We have <laughs> we, all we have is the is the coronation. Well, we have more than the coronation. Uh, we have a new episode of RIP Livecast right now. Welcome, Saturday, May sixth. It's sixth. Siete de Mayo. <laughs> The famous day yeah. after Cinco de Mayo. Well, Siete would be the seventh. I don't, don't want to correct <laughs> oh, you on air. Whoops. <laughs> what six? Seis. Seis. Oh, be. seis. Seis de Mayo. Sorry. But, oh, but, se- but sixth is a different word. It would be sexto. Oh, oh hello. <laughs> oh, hello, sexto de Mayo. Would that be well, how you say it? Or how would you say it, Rob? No. No, Cinco. Cinco is fine. That's how they do days. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. And uh, uh, welcome to the show. We're on a little <laughs> early today at yeah. 11. We're, doing, we're starting at 11 for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's our spring turn the clock back an hour <laughs> special. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. But we're going to be spring starting at 11-ish Saturdays. We're live every week. Uh, this week, we're live on Twitter as well. We're trying something new. We're live on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. And on Twitter, RIP Livecast is our handle on all of them. Can't go live on Instagram for some reason. I think that's bullshit. But uh, why can't we do that? We don't have the technology. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the website we use apparently doesn't have the the option to Lame. to get there. But I'll we'll see. But we we'd love to hang out with you. And of course, if you don't listen live, we're available wherever fine podcasts are downloadable. And we're uh, streaming all the episodes on our YouTube page for free. You can check those out at youtube.com slash at RIPLivecast. The at. Since when can you put ats in URLs? That's, that, is that a new for development? A no. It feels like no. chaos to me. It's not. Can you just put anything now? Can we you put wing dings in URLs? Yeah, it's, I don't. I don't want to live in that world. That's too much freedom, Rob. I can't handle it. It's the nineties. Ep Zeroni has a question for you, Rob. Ep Zeroni with a question. Let's see, uh, Rob, you're a TikToker, aren't you? Uh, I'm a TikTok voyeur. I have yet to create a TikTok. But I do enjoy uh, viewing videos on the platform. Yes. Can you put that comment back up for a second? Is that an avatar of E.P. Zeroni there? 
Or is that yeah. some some celebrity? That guy's ripped. That is the that is the celebrity known as EP Zeroni. Oh, he's ripped. EP, do you do you lift? What's your workout regimen? Tell us. What's your we, bench? Want, we all want to look up, look like you. And explain that tattoo on your arm, if that is in, indeed you. I thought you were going to say if that is indeed a tattoo. Like, what, no, well, it's, sure. That it's birthmark or something? Maybe it's chocolate sauce. No. It's a weird time to take a picture when you got chocolate <laughs> sauce all over your upper arm. It was a, he took a trip to Hershey Park. Oh, okay. They, they spray you with chocolate when you walk in. I didn't know that was a thing when you go to Hershey <laughs> Park. That's good to know. I won't be going there. Well, I don't like been, being sprayed with liquids. Anyone been to Hershey Park? I've never been. No, I've been I to went, Hershey, Pennsylvania, but not to Hershey Park. I went to Dorney Park. Oh yes, in Wild Water Kingdom. Oh, classic. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think it's like a water like a... park with slides and stuff. Was that also in Pennsylvania? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Uh, like closer to New York, though I think than Hershey. Okay. So uh, we mentioned uh, up top the coronation of King Charles, and Darren, you nailed it. You know, I don't give a shit about the king. Uh, but the news does. They need something uh, fantastical to create an event out of. Yeah. And so, reporters want a trip to London. It's like a free yeah, work sure. trip to London. It's like a vacation for them. And I also yes. think the news, like the corporation, like the corporate news likes to reinforce the idea that our betters are chosen for us and that we don't really have much say in it. Yeah. So that's sort of, there's a through line there to the United States. And we don't call them kings and queens, but it's kind of the same thing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I could see that. But, you know, I was I was on Twitter. And, you know, when you go to the search page, you see the trends and the top trend is the coronation and there's live video playing and you see uh, King Charles and Queen Camilla. And uh, it just looks like such a joke to me. They look like that. Like you said, Darren, it totally looks like cosplay. But this is like the <laughs> the largest most accepted cosplay in the world yeah in the in this in the sense of like this is the highest budget cosplay you will ever see i mean you know, like these, yeah. they live in a solid cosplay. gold house i mean you can't get yeah, much more big budget than that it's cosplay it's drag <laughs> there's like such a drag element it's camp and and also i just love how miserable king charles looks like he does not want to be there he he does not have the energy for this right he was ready for this like 30 years ago yeah 30 years of it. bitterness and let's be real i mean if he was the king 30 years ago like if his dad croaked or whatever or as, as my his parents are both dead what would have changed about his life nothing it would have been worse because he'd have to do more stuff he'd have to yes. go more places with just would, more responsibility but it's like they, he functionally is useless. Like there's nothing. The only difference is you're recognized as the king. That's all it is. So who gives a shit? Yeah. And and I, I also wonder how um, uh, Prince William uh, is feeling about all of this, because I saw something where Charles was like, yeah, I'm, I'm only going to hang out for like a decade and then you could have this kid. And it's like he knows it's coming, and he seems like a bit of a dipshit himself. Seems like a bit of a Kendall Roy energy here. So you know, like it's got to be in a way. You know, it's your birthright in a way. It's kind of anxiety-inducing. This job that you kind of don't want is forced upon you to be this public figure. I mean, people abdicate. People say no thanks. He's not going to say that. Give give it to Harry. No thanks. I mean, what's he going to do? Sell insurance? You know, I mean, yeah. he's, 
Well, he's rich either way, but if he doesn't want to be king, yeah, he could just... I mean, I guess Harry wouldn't get it either at this point, right? So would yeah, they just so, give it to William's son? Yeah. I mean, I, I... Baby king? I was kidding about uh, uh, having a nine to five job, but what I mean is, like, for his whole life, all of these people, these incredibly useless people, have never had a purpose. Yeah. So their purpose is to get that title. Yeah. So they, what's he gonna do? Say no? Like he has nothing else he could live for. Yeah. I think he'll be fine with it. He doesn't seem like he's scared of that or resistant to it. Yeah. Don't get. I have no sympathy. <laughs> But it's got to be a little anxiety-inducing. <clears throat> well, yeah. what about um, what's his name? Uh, the one that's uh, Andrew. The one that's oh, on God. the stage next to them. He, <laughs> he's got to have the most anxiety because, like, oh, we were finally out of the news, you know. And now <laughs> <laughs> people remember that he still exists. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to hide under talk, a rock now. Talk about being a, a fuck-up kid. That's like the fucked-upest kid of I them mean, all. A but it goes on, as they say. It goes hand in hand, though. Like you got nothing to do with your life, and, and you know, you're they, these people have the indulgence, the, the ability to indulge in the, their worst tendencies. You know, so if the guy happens to be a pedophile, he's going to go and fly to Pedophile Island because he has the means to do it and get away with it. Yep. Well. We wish Prince Charles nothing but the worst. Was that? Oh yeah. no! Was that the King's Army coming? For Interpol you is coming to take us away. <laughs> I was trying not to call attention to it, but there you go. Yeah, it's funnier to call attention to it. No, it was my alarm, Rob. This uh, is what happens now. Anytime uh, Prince Andrew does some pedophile shit, Darren's going to get arrested. It's the new Rob smoking weed. That's. <laughs> please don't joke about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, please don't joke about that because Darren's gonna get arrested a whole bunch then. But Darren, if uh, they put you in the detention center, that's like a couple blocks from Rob's house. He he'll come visit you. Oh, great! That's a real <laughs> that's a real treat. He'll wave at you from the side. I'll bring you some joints. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring. I'll sneak in some joints. I mean, for you. all <laughs> jokes aside, when we were when I got arrested for weed, we were there like six hours. You know, I don't think that would happen for a fucking uh, Prince Andrew uh, situation. Yeah. Fair, but also that was now almost like 20 years ago, right? Uh, it was 2006, so yes, Damn. crazy, crazy before this show existed. Do you get reparations for that since it's legalized now? Do you get to are you are you guys going to get like top priority to open a dispensary? Fucking no, oh, that's a good point. Why not? <laughs> I should try to get uh, well now. Now I have a medical card, I am legally. Declared a medical cannabis user by the state what, of New York. What'd you go with? Glaucoma? That butt bump? Anxiety. Anxiety, <laughs> people. Anxiety. That works? You can say that? Yeah. Does a doctor have to so check out? <laughs> so it's like it's Dr. Nick. Exactly. No, uh, it was like a Zoom call, essentially. <laughs> and uh, the guy was... Uh, well, I guess I don't want to show my card because it has my does he does he have to do like 50 of these every hour and you're just like all right you, you need weed for like kind of but it's so funny because you know like i would say anxiety is kind of almost not a good one to say because the first thing he said is like well you know smoking weed sometimes does cause anxiety and i'm like mm -hmm. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> so he's kind of like well you know stay away from the sativas do the indicas they're a little less anxiety and he started prescribing you zannies <laughs> oh shit <laughs> 
Oh, oh, that would be. What is that picture? You look like the Chad guy from that uh, meme. <laughs> oh, thank you. With the big chin. Well, now you're making it clearer, so not so much. Oh, there you go. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. You look like you picture. have a completely flat face. Yes. Well, thank you. It's my ID picture, folks. But when you when you had to pretend that you had anxiety, did you like go in there like Woody Allen or anything? I don't know. <laughs> I I feel like just weed would make me feel better. I think I should, I don't know. I have worry about he everything. Just, he just used like the raised eyebrow zoom filter. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, this guy looks like he's tweaking. Yes. <laughs> there you go. No, it was a regular call. It was fine. Uh, and also, you have to pay for the consultation, so they're very giving with their positive. How much uh, was it? Uh, like seventy five bucks, something like yeah. that. You got a weed license, essentially. Uh, yeah, I have a. Well, I'm a, a medicinal. I have a medicinal card, so yeah. Now, I, now I can get weed medicinally in the, in the state of New York, and also, I guess, in some other states. But that's good because it was really stopping you from getting weed before. <laughs> so I'm very happy for you that. Well, what I will say is, if you are in a state where there is a medicinal program. Uh, like New York, and you are a regular smoker like myself, I would say dude, get the card because, first of all, the main reason why I, I think it's better than buying from the people that I used to buy from is, you know, you, buy, you, you, you can go into a licensed shop and all the weed is grown in New York and it's, you know, like there's oversight. So there's, you know, it's natural. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, home, it's locally sourced. Uh, and significantly cheaper. So, <laughs> oh, nice. So, highly recommended. Sid, what are you drinking there? I look like some wheatgrass or something. No, it's just that? a little cold brew with some. Oh, okay. It's some kind of look like a greenish tint on there for some reason. It's my couch. Oh, I got you. <laughs> Delicious. Now I want some wheatgrass. Oh, really? No, you don't. No, we knew that I was a joke. I don't mind vegetable juices, though. Oh. I've had a wheatgrass shot in like a carrot, oh. carrot, oh. ginger, oh. celery type no. of juice with apple oh. as well. Get a little sugar okay. in there with Ju a apple juice. Nice. I like Put all nice. those fucking it's vegetables good. in. It's disgusting. I'd rather beet like juice. Have you guys ever had beet, beet juice? I hate beets, like even regular beets. But really? Everything but Zach beets, I hate. <laughs> R.I.P. a legend. Um, no, when you go into all that trouble to make a juice, just fucking eat a salad, like just eat the eat the thing. You don't need to like liquefy it, it makes it worse somehow. I'd rather just well, you... eat some greens, you know. I don't mind that. Mm. Do you so much? Do longer. you put like in your uh vegetable smoothies, do you put like ranch or anything, like any salad dressing in there? Just to it's not a smoothie, it? it's a juice, it, it extracts all the juice. Okay, so can you extract the juice out of ranch dressing somehow? <laughs> That's too much dairy. That, I think if you extract the juice out of ranch dressing, it just becomes pre-cum. Oh. That's oh that I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Sid, you, you, may have, you may have discovered a secret winning formula for success. <laughs> you know, like like when they're when they're looking for a cure for like baldness or something, or like something that exfoliates your skin and they wind up curing some kind of cancer uh -huh. i think that that's this is that you you were looking for a way to extract juice and you somehow invented artificial pre-cum 
what will we do with our what's the, the what you got one of our, you, got, you got one customer here already jumping and chopping at the bit <laughs> sounds interesting sid <laughs> so would it be like people who just wanted who like the taste of cum and want to like do a pre-cum shot in their beverages or is it people who aren't confident in their own pre-cum and want no. artificial pre-cum to fake it would you be honest like hey i don't i don't like my my taste of my own pre-cum cum, so i'm gonna you're gonna put i'm gonna put this on my peener yeah and- i'm just gonna dip the head of my dick into this sauce bowl ethical artificial pre-cum <laughs> is the best way to go I have to say, Rob, what would you say the use for artificial pre-cum would be? You were the one that was all excited for it. So clearly you had something in mind. Just like the way you would have wheatgrass shots. You could just do pre-cum shots. You guys are missing the fucking boat here. Okay. We got fucking dill pickle potato chips. We got fucking <laughs> you what? Pre-cum, 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 pre-cum popcorn. Pre-cum. Any, you get a pre-cum. You get a pre-cum. You love the taste of pre-cum, but you don't have you're on the go. You don't have the time to be having to to blowing people all the time. So the eat some pre-cum, pre-cum potato it, chips. It, pre-cum is pretty tasteless. <laughs> is like it? It, it, the, the, it's just like it tastes like liquid. You know, it's okay. not, there's nothing. There's no like you know. I just I feel like a, a little bit of cum that that comes out prematurely. Yeah, but. Sure, but it it just it tastes like you know like spit almost. It's nothing really. Wow. Okay. Would you crazy. prefer it be flavored? There you go. Innovation. Yeah. Oh my! Maybe this is the next thing. It's just yeah. flavored precum. Yes. So it's flavored artificial precum, not artificially flavored precum. Uh <laughs> artificially flavored think- artificial precum. Right. I think the best would be if you could take some sort of supplement that would naturally flavor your own pre-cum. So artificially flavored real pre-cum. Yes. I think that is what we're going for here. We're down the semantic rabbit hole. <laughs> E.P. Zeroni says if he's coming on the show, we're changing the topic of conversation. Okay. Why? Sure, What's wrong with pre-cum? <laughs> Well, he, maybe maybe he's a natural pre-cum guy. Yeah, he's guy. a he pre-cum like... traditionalist. Yeah, he doesn't like fair. fair. That's what the P and gonna... EP stands for. Pre-cum. There's room. Oh, there's room for all positions on pre-cum on this show. I will say. <laughs> it's the new corner flour tortilla. Do you prefer? We are pre-cum agnostic pre-cum? here. No, there's only one correct <laughs> answer to the corner flour issue. Sorry, many answers for pre-cum. But only one answer for tortilla. Oh my god! How did <laughs> every week, man? We get on these tangents, and I'm just like, how did this happen? Andrew, <laughs> Prince know? Andrew. Twenty minutes into the show, we're talking about artificial ranch flavored precum. Wow, we really are special. I don't think people realize we don't get enough credit for how special this show is. I think. It's, it's, yeah, we're definitely special. It's a Where's our story. fucking Webby Award, huh? Why aren't we in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, Segway champion. Us and Iron Maiden. Uh, we should in. be. Uh, oh, is that right? The class has been revealed. And oh. yet again, uh, Soundgarden and Iron Maiden have been snubbed for another year. Or should you say no class? 
<laughs> there's some there were some good no good, I, th- uh, I thought entrance. there were uh... oh so wow shifty ones... shortcake coming in with what r.i.p stands for this week royals in pre-com yeah that's it it's covered thank you shifty ingesting it <laughs> <laughs> royals ingest pre-com there you go even better <laughs> slight editorial tweak that was no offense that was a great idea so the people in that voted in are willie nelson Good, sure. good. Choice. How has he not already been? That seems crazy. That, that was five thousand yeah. years old, ninety years old, and, and just getting inducted. They were very drug um, conscious, you know. Now that it's legal, uh, he's, they didn't he's... want him stinking up the green room. <laughs> oh yeah, the green room. For God's sake, that's what it should smell. It like. wasn't a moral thing. It was just yeah. the smell of Willie Nelson, <laughs> patchouli oil. Oh my God, Ben oh, Gay. Boy. Now he just smells like Ben Gay. I'd love to smoke with Willie. Noah got to smoke with Willie. Right? Oh yeah, I remember about... that story. Oh yeah. Jealous. Uh, okay, so we got. She was probably really... like in the opposite corner of the room. Come on. Still, <laughs> to get to get a contact high up fully. Yeah, yeah that's still that. something. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now it's a Hall of Fame contact high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also being inducted: Kate Bush, Missy Valid. Elliott, Valid. Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Uh, that one. <sighs> Yeah. But I think I think with Cheryl Crow though she broke a lot of records. Uh like she was like the first female artist uh, something or whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I can understand she just, it in she's that. She's such so. a mediocrity in my mind that it's I agree. like like why not make her wait till she's 90? Yeah. She's yeah. not without talent or anything, you know. Yeah. I yeah. remember can I tell a very tangentially related Cheryl Crow anecdote? Ooh. Uh, yes. I never, I never met her or anything, but I did. It's the work. Cheryl Crow cast. I worked in this store once, uh, not a big store, like a five-person record store, and uh, selling used CDs. And one of the guys who worked there claimed to be a roadie for Cheryl Crow for like, uh, like a replacement roadie. Like he he knew someone who knew someone. He got a gig at the last okay. minute when she was going on tour because someone dropped off, and he said. Oh my God! I got I I. This was before cell phones. He said I got so many pictures of her with her top off and everything. Like she used to just go around the backstage, showing her tits and walking around, being drunk and all this stuff. I was like, yeah, he's fucking full of shit. Oh, fucking full of shit. Okay, watch. And he came back to work like two days later with a whole bunch of out of Polaroids and like from a box camera he had the, the oh prints God. converted and everything like you know those disposable cameras uh-huh. like he's like hey, and sure enough that was cheryl crow i've seen cheryl crow's tits i, I let me guess the unimpressive eh, yeah unimpressive. Unimp- i don't want to body shame her but i wouldn't say her tits are her number one asset yeah. that's all i would say what is her number one asset she's very pretty i would say i mm. think she's a very attractive woman even uh, she's a little older now, she still looks yeah. good, I think. So, all she, she wanted is... to do back then was have some fun. Yes, and she certainly was <laughs> not shy about it. And really, I mean, it's like, how is this different than any other musician? I'm sure if you look, there's probably millions of photos of yeah, any like uh, yeah, male backstage is for. Not yeah, at all, that, not at yeah. all different. And I did not tell yeah. that story to shame her in any way. Right, right, right. But I Meanwhile, thought it was interesting. That roadie... That's like veering on revenge porn. Agreed. Status. Agreed. Like yeah. Like if anyone's pictures. if anyone's the asshole in this story, it's the roadie for 1, like breaking the trust. I mean, I didn't realize that at the time, but on pawn reflection, yeah. as my older age, I would say yes. But also, I think it's I don't think he was even doing it maliciously. I think it was like I met a celebrity and saw her tits and he thought that was very cool. 
You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, have, we were have young guys. Scarecrow nudes leaked. I don't know. Well, if that guy's slacking, if they have not. Well, I'm well, seeing like uh, her like at the beach or something changing, and someone snipped the some recent pictures, but nothing from that era. So at least you're the the guy you knew didn't like leak those pictures that he had. Right. So there's at, le- at least we'll say that for him. He kept it on the down low. What's the so part. crazy about this photo, uh, this leaked photo of Cheryl Crow's tatas, uh, is that there are people like on the other side holding up a towel to block her. Yeah, maybe she was like doing a photo shoot or something, and that you know she was like changing it to the next outfit, and then like paparazzi just yeah. So it's stuck funny around. That they only blocked from one side. <laughs> Well, because they weren't thinking that there was like a cameraman in the bushes, I guess. Uh, you got to go all around. You got to go all around. But she's in great shape. I'm sure like, you know, she didn't care she's that not much. Embarrassed. But why block one side? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But didn't she also didn't she have um, maybe I'm mistaken. Didn't she have a, like a mastectomy or something? I know she had cancer. Was it breast cancer? Did she? I thought she, she was definitely with Lance Armstrong. Did oh, she catch it contagious? from him? I, she definitely had cancer. <laughs> I know that. I know that she had cancer. I don't know oh, that it was breast cancer. Uh, yeah, early stage breast cancer in oh, February wow. 2016. Oh, oh, 206. She didn't have to have it removed then. Yeah. Uh, so while looking at that photo, Uh-oh. Uh, one of the related photos was a very bad Photoshop of her like cooch. And I'm going to oh, send yeah. it in our private chat. I, I think I already saw. <laughs> because this Google is search. disgusting. Yeah. And if I had Aww. to witness it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so is that it's a real Is that like her face I'm now, I'm on now, another person or what is I think so, yeah. I'm now two hundred percent more gay after seeing this photo. <laughs> well what I was gonna ask is did they is that just a real nude, but they just photoshopped yeah. her vagina differently. But it also looks like they photoshopped extra pubic hair. Yeah, that's it's what so, I meant. Yeah, like, that's what I meant. Like it's really Cheryl Crow with her legs open and oh, naked, no, it looks but it's like a it's fake vagina. It's just like uh, they put her head. Rob, out. you've been I'm called out in the chat by Shifty Shortcake. Why? This is the perfect excuse to show the Ron Jeremy oh. pick. Ah. By the way, I am 200% more gay looking at that photo. <laughs> <laughs> that is not attractive. It's not because there's a lot of bush either. It's just the whole thing. It's the it's whole just thing. too casual. Yeah. Like, you know, make me work for it a little. It's like she's just whoever that is. She's just like on her bed, like watching The Bachelor on TV or something. It's <laughs> a, a sexy pose. Yeah. And ah, also, ah, that's not a. There's a Bachelor. For our audio <laughs> listeners, Rob has assaulted us with Ron Jeremy's navel again. Penis like <laughs> navel. Now, now I'm only 150 <laughs> percent more oh, gay. Now I got you back. I'm, I'm correct. Yeah, wow. Ron Jeremy, Ron, Ron Jeremy, the other direction. Ron Jeremy causes a twenty-five percent uh, reduction in gayness. <laughs> yes. that's crazy. But then, what about the, the top of that girl's head? Don't <laughs> tell the Christians are going to start. Yeah, what if we show every gay man oh, and yeah. Ron Jeremy photos? What if we tilt down and see the girl uh, slurping on his uh, Johnson? There, does that make you go back? Uh no, Ron Jeremy like nothing about it uh, does it for me, and like I, I don't know. I picture you now connected to like one of those lie detector machines with like the that <laughs> does the squiggly lines. Are you? Charge, we're charting your homosexuality as the different parts of a picture are revealed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, my Kinsey scale is all over the place. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, Shifty says a little more fact. The girl in the photo is Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was like, how did we get out of this? Oh yeah, the the Rock Hall nominees. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. He didn't even get through the whole list. Uh, okay, so let's start again. Willie Nelson, yes. Kate Bush, yes. Missy Elliott. Could I ask a Cheryl question Br- about? Do we think the Kate Bush thing is connected to her new popularity from Stranger Things, or is that just a coincidence? Yes. No, because she's been eligible now for fifteen, like a, a long time, and uh, she never got enough votes. And now, because of this renewed, uh, it's fucking crazy, push, man. Has anyone's that, career ever been boosted as much as hers from being on a TV show or a movie? Like from having one song? song, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, Darren, you muted. Uh, I was going to say Queen in Wayne's World. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. That's a very good one. Career mm, research. Yeah, this is fair. probably the biggest one since that. Then, yeah, wow. Uh, and with Willie Nelson, uh, the assumption is the reason he got inducted this year is because there was a big thing about his 90th birthday and, and being a performer still. But I also but want to say it's, it's only the. That's so right. weird. It's only the second biggest bush we've seen in the last. All right, so uh, Cheryl Crow, George Michael, The Spinners, and Rage Against the Machine. I really think, I mean, I honestly have nothing against Rage Against the Machine, and I like them. I think Iron Maiden should be in before Rage Against the Machine. Agreed. Oh, I think it's It's On the one hand, it's absurd they're not in yet because of how big of an influence they've had. Uh, And on the other hand, it kind of shows how the whole thing is just, it's just an excuse to put on a show once a year. That's all it but is. Rage is more famous than Iron Maiden, and it is the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Are, Are they? they though? I think I so. I don't know. Uh, I, think so. I, I feel like with Iron with Iron Maiden, with like their their shirts, like their brand maybe is big more famous than the music. But who sold like who's what's Iron Maiden's best selling record? How much did, has, has it sold versus Rage's best selling record? I'd see for me like Soundgarden being omitted is more surprising than Iron Maiden. Yeah, I think uh, uh, both are because I think Soundgarden is at least as famous as Rage Against the Machine. Uh, so they've averaged, so they've had uh, Iron Maiden has has sold, they've seventeen studio albums. Okay, sold fifty six point eight million, average of three point three million per disc. So wow, that's more than I expected. Yeah, Soundgarden I would think was the th- least of those three in terms really? of fame, famous. Not not that they're not famous, but compared to those two, I would say they're I don't third. Know. Uh, they're Rage famous. have sold twelve point three million albums. So that's it. Mm-hmm. That can't. That seems crazy. Really? That seems about that right few. That's a lot. Nine million in the U.S. That's a lot. But also like way fewer albums than. They're like a yeah, niche. They only have three uh, albums. They're on the niche end of They've what only gets on radio. Yeah. It's like a love it or hate but I it. Think, I think much like with Maiden, I think their influence outweighs like huh. their record sales. I they, agree with that too. They, they inspired like the next yeah. you know, 10, 15 years of, of rock music, essentially. The other and, thing uh, the fame aspect is uh, Soundgarden and Rage became popular in like the MTV era, mm-hmm. and Iron Maiden was not part of that. So mm-hmm. in that way, I feel like those other bands have gotten way more exposure. Yeah, but that shows how popular they are because they did it like with word of mouth and like cassettes being passed around and not yeah. even really getting on the radio as that much. Yeah. Iron Maiden uh, wasn't on rock radio, no. were they? 
No, not really. No, they were like early Metallica before they did yeah. fucking Nothing Else Matters or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there were six more inductees, and these are kind of like the the ones that the Rock Hall picks. This isn't like where the... the this is for the nerds? Yeah, these aren't the ones voted in. Uh, and so it's singer Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan? That's fine. Uh, instrumentalist Al Cooper. I don't know. Uh, lyricist Bernie Taupin. Okay. Uh, pioneering rock guitarist Link Ray. Hip hop originator DJ Cool Herc. Oh, the, that's influence division. I'll explain that later. Go ahead. And Soul Train TV host Don Cornelius. Uh, it's the annual Amit Ertigan Award. I think that's like the award for like the business side, like conducting someone from the. Is Don Cornelius still alive? Cornelius. So, what are you going to say about DJ Cool Herc? I was going to say we were just uh, offline talking about some Bcat shows and whether we want to go through any of those for the Patreon. And uh, one of the shows I remember vividly, and I have to hunt this down because I don't remember the name. There was a guy who like basically lived next door to DJ Cool Herc when he grew up and was around all that stuff happening, the pioneering hip-hop stuff in the Bronx mm -hmm. and northern Manhattan and all that. And he just did like a one-hour documentary about that time which was like it was kind of cringy because the guy didn't know how to make a documentary or shoot anything but it was full of a lot of fucking fascinating stuff and i remember being like equally like this is actually i'm learning something and also what is wrong with this person <laughs> <laughs> like it should have been a podcast interview it was like uh i don't know what's a good maybe like if douglas levison shot a documentary oh please he was just angry about everything he was angry that DJ Cool Herc didn't get all the recognition of uh, other people, and now he did. But mm. uh, like, and everyone, uh, he he had a whole charts and everything about this guy's claim he lived on this block. LL Cool J said he lived on this block. He didn't. I lived there. <laughs> he, had a, he had a fucking. He had like a map. He had wow. a street map, and he lived on this side of the uh, Grand Concourse, and I lived on this side. That would be great. Uh, that would be a great series of just like fact checking old hip hop brags. I would love that. I would love that. That's why I was so fascinated by this. Just a clearly insane person, but who really believed in something very that's strongly. Awesome. I got that to what I that. That's what I love about New York is, you know, New York is where entertainment happens, but also I feel New York is where there's all these people that are one or two steps or connections away from fame that have yeah. their own viewpoint on how it went down and you could run into somebody and be like oh yeah i grew up with this guy yeah you know he's a real piece of shit at back in the day yeah he only got it because of it and, and i love hearing that point of view no matter how deranged and untrue yeah. it is yeah. i was way more talented than him he got a lot of breaks yeah 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 exactly or like, like you know i grew <laughs> up near near coney island so uh alan iverson came out of coney island so everyone was no, didn't. alan you mean Stephon Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alan Iverson was like Virginia or, or something. Yeah, yeah. I met Stephon Marbury. Uh, and like and it was like such a thing in my neighborhood when Stephon Marbury was coming up that like everyone was his cousin. Yeah. Everyone played ball with him. White people were his cousin. Yeah, no, <laughs> like because uh he went to uh Lincoln, Lincoln. High School, yeah. which yeah. was the high school right next to the junior high school that I went to at the time that he was blowing up and so like eh, like it's just so funny 
how when that happens, everyone tries to be like, oh yeah, 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 I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, no, we're we're cool, yeah. we're cool. But I'm in that too. Like I, I, what well, I'm like roughly the same age as Stefan Marbury, right? Or is he a little younger than me? Maybe five years younger than me. I used to hear people talking about him in real time before he went 46. to the NBA. Yeah, he's like three years younger than me. When I was in high school, there were people like, you got to see this guy. This guy's incredible. Like they talking about him like he was like Michael Jordan, basically. Well, I mean, I he's the closest we've had in Brooklyn, I guess, in our generation. Yeah. Real it's nice guy. There's too. not like more big New York City basketball stars lately. That well seems to yeah. sort of run dry. I don't know why. I feel yeah. also similar with the music scene. And Darren, you're a part of that too. Like you, uh, you know, you would run into the dudes from Biohazard and, and yeah. Typo Negative. And, and same here. Like, you know, I would always see Peter Steele's car on the way to school. <laughs> you the guy, <laughs> two of the guys from Biohazard used to deliver pizza. Like, and you would random, they would just randomly deliver pizza while they were already in, had an, a record out. They were just delivering pizza in brooklyn yeah it was just the thing you know everyone was yep. just around everyone was in the sea nobody was a millionaire yet right and also i worked in uh like in, in greenwich village like in a hub of art and you know the arts or whatever and bohemian like culture and like right in the early 90s when i was 18 so you would i was already jaded i was like oh this, this guy wow oh um you know, Mariah Carey walked in the store. Big fucking deal. Like, who gives a shit? Like, I was already not as starstruck anymore. Except when Lars Ulrich walked in there. Then I was like, I told this story already. Yeah. But I was like, how he ruined your childhood. <laughs> not really. Not really. I was just a little like uh, intimidated, I guess. And he wasn't the nicest, but he wasn't a dick or anything. I have to say he well, he didn't live up to his later known like Lara's reputation. He wasn't like a shithead. He didn't ask you where there was a bathroom he could do coke in. <laughs> no. And and the record store was was like a few blocks away from CBGB's, right? The one that you worked at. Yeah, like a five minute walk. So yeah, it was like right there in the heart of the village. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Vinny Stigma came in plenty of times too, and you just you just missed it. Fuck, he was at that. We, by the accent, maybe. But, well, no, everyone in that. <laughs> I had that accent it. then. I even saw a famous person at that record store one time when I was there. Ooh. I saw Jeff Ross. Oh, really? Yeah. He wasn't like trying to mack it to a teenage girl or anything. He was. Just, oh, <laughs> I was just gonna say. Was he was, would you have broken it up? <laughs> hey. I, I would have asked for pointers. <laughs> because I was a teenager, right? Yeah, but and if need... somebody like that that looks like him is macking it to any girl, it's amazing. Yeah, but he's but like how? he was like forty though. He had the prestige to do. Maybe it. by yeah. then he wasn't forty. How much? Let's see. How much older than me is Jeff Ross? How old That's... do we think he is? You guys want to take? Guesses? I want to say fifty-seven. Oh, I was gonna say fifty-seven. I'll go fifty-four. Rob, was that a guess or did you Google it? Because he is. 57. I guess I no, literally I was gonna say fifty-seven. Oh. I just changed because of Rob. Jesus Christ, both of you guys. Because I figured, okay, he has to be like significantly like uh, like he was already an adult when I was like watching him on Comedy Central. You know, so but I assumed he was like early twenties by then. So I no, he was old. Yeah, he was around already. He was yeah. bitter. You could tell the comics. So like, if you ever look at like Louis C.K. when he's twenty five, he's mm -hmm. like kind of snarky, kind of edgy. Yeah. But then you listen to him when he's forty, and he's like, I fucking hate the human race, and like everything sucks. So Jeff Ross was like eight tenths of the way to that second thing already back then. I saw Jeff Ross a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, I went to the comedy store. That's when I, 
hung out with my buddy Quentin. I told you, I told the story, right? Where Quentin Tarantino was like a few oh, yeah, 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 away yeah, from yeah. me. I thought you meant you a real friend named Quentin. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Tarantino. Uh, no, there, no, I just went out to the back to smoke some pot, and he was back there smoking pot. Who was he smoking pot with? Like a very obvious kind of person to smoke pot. I forget who it was though. Oliver Stone. No, like a comedian, like, oh, like, a, okay. like maybe Theo Vaughn or something like that. Mm. Kurt Metzger. Of course, he's working the store, as they say. I just, store. I just realized I, I have the um, the tab with the ginormous picture of uh, Cheryl Crow with the bush. Oh, still with the bush hanging. I just, I got oh, doing the show. I didn't, I didn't close it. I didn't. Cheryl K. Bush. I didn't realize till I looked over at this gigantic hair patch staring at me. Uh, but yeah, so I don't under, like people need to calm the fuck down about the rock hall. Like you don't have to get a, a like Iron Maiden doesn't care that they're not inducted. They said they wouldn't accept the induction at this point. So maybe that's why they're mad. not giving it to them. Then you don't have to get mad on their behalf. It's fine. And then really, like I watched last year's rock hall, and I have to say it's a it's a very fine production. Mm. They have I Joel Gallen as the executive producer. He used to do the uh, video music awards when that was fun. So it's really good. I wasn't like I'm certainly in nowhere near the vicinity of being mad about it. I just commenting yeah. neutrally, like if I was choosing, oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, pick Iron Maiden. But I well, really it's just so funny. Like Chris Jericho quote tweeted the announcement, and he was like, "Fuck you, Rock Hall." Like, <laughs> you think he's like? Is he? Is that like a work though? Like he's not. He can't really be mad about that, can he? Like, it's like he just has a. He's the singer of Fozzy, so he has to be like into rock things, and that's his thing to do. You know. Yeah, I think he just needed to. He wanted to get into that news cycle. Yeah, it's very Mark B that that post. <laughs> yeah, no explanation. Just assume. Well, at least Jericho's famous enough that him assuming people know what he's talking about might make yeah. sense. Mark B right. doing that is like he's a yeah. celebrity in his own mind. So the other day he posts like. Uh, I was gonna do a video, but I'm in too much pain. Here are my picks for the <laughs> hockey. What pain from what? What's wrong? Has he? Had I don't know. Pain? Like you said, we're left to assume what, <laughs> physical pain, mental pain. What's are the there pain? any previous posts explaining the pain? No. no he, Did anybody day, comment saying what's wrong? One day he said, "I'm gonna do a video in a couple of days, uh, a long video." detailing my uh, picks for the NHL, the remainder of the NHL playoffs. Then the post shows up. I'm in too much pain. I'm just going to type them out. What team is he a fan of? Islanders. And they got eliminated, right? Yes. Is oh, he in too it's... much pain from them being eliminated? Is that what that yeah, means? Yeah, you know what? That's a good take on that. Maybe he's doing fine, and he's just sad. It hopefully. was right after they got eliminated. Yeah. So hopefully that's what it is, and he isn't like. Yes. Or maybe Harold Radish passed away, and he's just... Oh. So sad. Also, yesterday I believe was was Mark B's birthday. So. Oh, oh, is that right? Also, fifty seven years old. <laughs> no, he just looks it. He's forty six apparently. Damn, younger than me. Hard to believe. Absolutely hard to believe. That was my. I was like, what? He's younger than Darren somehow. Yeah. <laughs> he looks twice as old as you. I'm in very twice as a lot of things as you. <laughs> yeah, he might literally be twice my weight. I think. I'm a big guy. I'm 237 at last count. He's got to be more than double, right? You think Dude, he's over? No, he's 5'10. You think he counts? Yeah. Yes. Did you Jesus. see, did you see no. him? How tall is he? 
about five, seven, eight. I don't know. Yeah, he's like five. Uh, eight. No way. I'd five. give him like high threes. I don't know if I'd go yeah. north of four. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's my goal. My goal weight is half of Mark. <laughs> so let's see if I could get down to half of Mark. Or you can get up to half of you. <laughs> that's the race. Well, that's probably going to happen first. Let's be honest. Just give right. him a Something few more a little of those lighter. ranch smoothies. Somebody must add a ranch smoothie at a recent Sleep Token show. Have you guys listened to this band, Sleep Token? No, I just the clip we're about to watch. They're uh, they're a newer band. They're very, very hyped. And I, I put them on expecting like a brutal death metal band. And it's kind of like a proggy pop band with death metal elements a little bit. It's I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what they played in that. Yeah, clip, it's good. But... You might actually, I think there it might be kind of for you because the vocals are are singing. The guy is very much singing and crooning a little bit. Uh, but anyway, so what is this Morrissey? It's fucking a little bit. Harry Kobo. Anyway, yeah. So, so they're Lawrence. they're on tour in Australia, mm. and somebody ripped a fart so loud in the middle of, of one of the more uh, like you know serene, quiet parts of the song. That it you could hear it on the cell phone bootleg. So let's play this. Let's play this clip. Oh wait, is that it? it it was like this. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I love the delayed reaction of like, oh, <laughs> like, like the equivalent of like when you see someone falling off a cage in WWE. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we don't kill them. <laughs> My God, that's a white one. <laughs> Those drawers had a family. <laughs> that colon is broken in half. Do you think? Do you think that guy like timed his fart for the lowest point of the song? When I really hope so. <laughs> or was it that he was trying to hold it in as much as he could and then just couldn't hold it in anymore? Probably that. It just happened at the. No, the I don't know. That it's feels too perfect. Yeah, it's too perfect. Like he knew he's a big fan. He knew when the lull was coming and he ripped ass. He saved it to rip ass during the lull. I saw somebody on Twitter post a good question. Wondering, you know, since this went very viral, mm-hmm. uh, no pun intended. Virus? Uh, viral in there. Is this going to be the new? Is this going to be the new free bird? Just like holding in a wet fart until a really quiet part of the song, and then sure. I mean, it's t- it's a high degree of difficulty, but if you could do it, fucking do it. Why not? No, I'll tell you what a high degree of difficulty is: going to a Gigi Allen show and <laughs> farting. <laughs> There's no time to fit it in. He's farting himself. R.I.P. a legend. Yeah, you also wouldn't hear a fart at a. There's no quiet moment. When would yeah, that be? There's right. people screaming in terror. There's too much noise. That's the perfect place if you are ashamed uh, of your farts and you want to do it in public anyway. Yeah. Go to one of those shows. Yeah. Go to a grindcore I, show. I feel like uh, Gigi Allen drinks too much. Uh, you know, X Lax. To be able to fart without it like being diarrhea. Well, Gigi yeah. wouldn't be the one farting. He just shits. Right. Yeah, that's fair. But wait, he ha- he drinks X lax What? 
Well, it doesn't act a, like, what am I thinking? What's is the that diarrhea a thing, he thing? Does what's the thing that you you spike people so they they poop? Laxatives. Laxatives. Yeah, yeah. but like, laxative. is that was he known for taking lots of laxative? I assume. How are you? I think to poop on command like that. I think he's just a spontaneous kind of guy. <laughs> um, I don't think he was pooping on command. I think he had to shit. Took a shit in his hand and thought that would be a good thing to do and started flinging it at people. I don't think it was like, I'm going to do this tonight. It's just whatever happens, happens. Mm, he's an improviser. Yes. An improviser. Can you imagine that Twilight Zone episode where you're so ashamed of your farts, but you go to a grindcore show and you say, okay, this, now I have to fart. I don't want to miss the rest of the show, but I'm going to let one out. And just at that moment, the grindcore band says they're uh, uh, evolving musically, and we're going to do a ballad now. <laughs> and, <laughs> you're screwed. They brought it upon themselves. Uh, I have also a related, somewhat related story. Uh, my Ooh. mother told me this story from before I was born. She said uh, her friend and her went to a strip club once. And it was very loud. It was very raucous. And then there was like a woman there with like topless or whatever right next to them, the two of them, and like kind of shaking her tits right in front of them. And her friend goes, do you have two nipples for a dime? Like really loud. But every <laughs> the music stopped at that exact second. And that reverberated throughout the whole the whole club. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good line. Very good line. Uh, a few weeks ago, we revealed on the show something that I still find hard to believe, which is apparently that uh, Lady Gaga once oh, yeah. dated the singer of Godsmack, Sully Erna. Oh, disappointing. I'm until Lady Gaga is on the record saying that this happened, or there's some sort of conclusive photographic evidence that doesn't look photoshopped, I am not believing this. Well, but, you you believed the Sheryl Crow with the bush, didn't you? Like <laughs> you fell for that one. Have to be. I did fall for it. I just I just think it looked disgusting. Oh, okay. Um. So how uh, do we know this then? What is the evidence? Well, originally it was the drummer of Godsmack. Uh, just casually mentioned it like offhand in another interview. And then the, the, uh, the interviewer was like, wait, what? He dated uh, Lady Gaga. And the drummer was like, oh, this wasn't common knowledge. And no, it wasn't. No. Uh, so Godsmack have a new album out recently. I don't know. Have you guys picked it up? <laughs> What's it called? I pick it up and throw it into the audience like yeah. Gigi Allen throwing. It's called lighting up the sky. Oh, very. It's very on uh, on on brand for them. Now, do you think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to wait till Sully Ern is ninety years old to induct him, or will they do it sooner, like they should? <laughs> What's so funny is I think I saw like some metal website be like, "Oh, next year the following bands are eligible," because. Uh, you know what's twenty five years? Uh, it's gonna be twenty five years. Don't tell me they're on that list. Isn't there some baseline? It would be ninety nine. Would be ninety nine. Would be twenty five years ago. So Godsmack would technically be eligible all to right. be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Godsmack, Lincoln Park, like all these bands, and it's like Godsmack. Rob, I'm gonna call upon your musical uh, industry 
uh, expertise here and ask you a question. Now, we all know there is some series of criteria by which which you have to meet to be eligible to be in the Hall of Fame, correct? Mm. What is the criteria to appear on the list of eligible like inductees? There has to be something. They're not going to list every band that ever put out a record. Well, it's who's eligible, and then I believe there's a nomination process. So someone has to nominate eligible bands. So who the fuck nominated Godsmack? Nobody nominated them. No, they're just saying that you can now nominate them. Okay. Eligible to be nominated. So there should be some kind of gatekeeping before you can even mention that someone is eligible (laughs) to be nominated, I uh, I would assert. Well, this is just some writer on a blog. Okay. It wasn't like any official oh, outlet. It, it wasn't it was, like the Grammys. It was <laughs> godsmack.substack.com. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was what it was his pen names. But so uh Sully was being interviewed uh by Revolver magazine. Oh, okay. And was asked about the uh, revelation and he responded Listen, I really don't have a lot to say on this topic because he was dumped, probably, right? Uh uh, what I will tell you is that I have an immense amount of respect for her. Yeah, he was oh. definitely dumped. <laughs> I, I was introduced to her through a mutual friend. I can't believe there's a person in this world who's mutual friends with Lady Gaga and Sully Erna. Like, what? Uh, we clicked and dated for a hot minute. They slept together once, That that sounds like. And there was nothing but respect for each other. Do you really think the Lady Gaga respected the guy that sang, Ah! Stand alone! Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll tell you what she said uh, in response to this. She said, Never did I want to be here again. And I don't <laughs> remember why I came. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so we clicked the data for a hot minute. And there was nothing but respect for each other. There may be a lot of people in the world that think she's kooky and crazy because she's so wild with fashion and things like that. But she knows exactly what she's doing. Uh, I think it's she's like more kooky and crazy for dating you than yes. for her outfits. I'm not even kooky and crazy. Just poor judgment as we all exhibit at times. She goes on. She's an extremely smart businesswoman. And she's kind and super talented. Oh, had to throw that in. Okay, good. After I, you just I, insulted I, her by saying she's like a cynical. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. He did archer. the Trump thing. They're like, so many people are saying she's kooky and crazy. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it. She's other people. She's are a saying small businesswoman. Some people just think she's kooky and crazy. Uh, she's very rude. Very rude to people. Very rude. But I like her. She's good. Other people say she's rude and nasty. Not good in bed. Great pair of legs. Oh. Uh, this reminds me of some Trump footage that I that I saved oh. uh, this morning that I want to look up. Uh, Doesn't have so- a Croian bush. No bush. <laughs> no 70s bush. <laughs> she knows exactly what she's doing. She's an extremely smart businesswoman. She's kind and super talented. I'm proud to sh- I'm proud to say that I shared some great memories with her. I was able to meet Elton John through her. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? Could you? Uh, this is the guy I'm fucking. This is Sully. Oh. Sully, this is Elton. <laughs> no, what really happened is they're in the room and they're both standing there for like 10 minutes. And then he's like elbowing her like, well, hello, I'm standing here. Can you <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, he went down on me once. All right. You know. 
I don't know why. What He's happened? He's an incredibly great person, and those are some very fond memories for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it there. It sounds like this is something that he'll never forget, and something that she's already forgot. She you know? has no idea this happened. No memory of this. <laughs> this is so that. This is so that. Uh, and and I love that it's almost become like a career defining thing for him. Of like, oh, you dated Lady Cock. I mean, it lends him more credibility than anybody wants to think he has. It's like, right. fuck, it's so weird. I don't know. I don't I, know why he would sully her reputation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine that she'd be proud enough of him to bring him somewhere where Elton John is. Like, what yeah. was that? Yeah. Well, maybe he maybe was ran. a Grammys thing. Maybe he was stalking her. They weren't didn't show up together. <laughs> he just showed up. You're right. Well, that's the thing. Like, if it was like a music event, you know, like they they came separately. Like, oh, Stephanie, it's me, Sully. Oh. Remember, we fucked. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, is Sully, that right? Elton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. She's like, oh, hey, Sully, is that? <laughs> yeah. You were in a band or something, right? So the Trump thing. He's like, I wrote that piss song for you. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, sorry. Uh, Trump, uh, Trump is being sued right now by a woman who claims that he uh, sexually assaulted her Mm -hmm. on a plane. And of course, his response. Was, Wait, on a plane, or wasn't it like in a store or something? In a what store, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the fucking detail. <laughs> He's probably raped someone in a store too. Yeah, and, and a plane. Uh, and uh, so. He's he's being deposed and the footage leaked of the deposition. So like his whole thing is like, oh, I couldn't have done that because I'm not attracted to this woman. Yeah, that's probably uh, not a good legal argument. <laughs> you're gonna line up all the women beautiful women he's had sex with well so he's being deposed by another woman uh and 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 here's what he says to this woman it's it's unbelievable trumpism you know you know me folks i love a good trump quote that makes you laugh hate the person love the comedian so even about rape (laughs) and rape Uh. here we go when you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall. Not, I, I look at her. I see her. I hear what she says. Whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not. In- I would not, under any circumstances, have any interest in you. I'm, being, I'm honest when I say it. Uh, she, I would not have any interest in. What a nigger. Neg. Wait, excuse me? Neg. A neg. Jesus Christ, Rob. Take it easy. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. How much do you really like Trump? Jeez. Negging this this lawyer here. Like, I I don't think you're attractive, uh, but. Did you see the other clip where he. um, Yeah, yeah. I I have them all here. So then he's saying that, you know, he doesn't even know what this woman, like, this woman isn't attractive to him. He doesn't know who this woman is. So then he gets caught in his lie in the worst way possible. Here's here's the clip. What is going on with his hair, by the way? It's like not in the usual pompadour. It's like just what what it's all on to one side. This is his deposition do. Oh my god. I think also I feel like his spray tan is extra dark too, yes. which is why it looks it looks like that. Or just the lighting situation. I mean, he's there against his will, so it's not to his favor like it normally right. would be. 
I think so, yes. So, okay, so he's shown a photo now, and he's asked to identify the people in the photo. That's what we're, oh. we've just tuned into. You were calm when you first saw this photo? At some point during the process, I saw, that's, uh, I guess, her husband, John Johnson, who was an anchor for ABC, nice guy. I thought, I mean, I don't know him, but I thought he was pretty good at what he did. Um, I don't even know who the woman, let's see. I don't know who, it's Marla. You say Marla's in this photo? That's Marla, yeah, that's, that's my wife. Which woman are you pointing to? No. Here. Oh, that, oh, okay, so the person he pointed to, he thought was his ex-wife, Marla Maples. But it is, in fact, the woman who is accusing him of sexual assault, <laughs> uh, E. Jean Carroll, uh, which essentially shows that he's confusing this woman for the woman that he married. How can he say he's not attracted to her? Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wasn't attracted to her either. <laughs> but also, at first, he doesn't recognize the woman in the picture at all. Meaning, Yeah. Was- <laughs> and then he's like guessing like, it's Marla. It's Marla. <laughs> Six, uh, 79 years old oh my god what one, one more unbelievable clip from this whole thing uh which is that he is asked about the access hollywood tape no. now it's much like uh well I, I don't know what it has to do with anything but his response is unbelievable the access hollywood tape almost cost him his presidency there was like a second i felt like half a second where where there were Republicans like he should he should he can't run. Remember that? Like like I felt I like it felt like such a serious thing for like half was, a second. Yeah. I don't remember Republicans ever doing it, I'm saying. It felt like an extremely serious oh, thing. Oh, I feel, uh, what was his name? The Well, there were plenty of never Trumpers who oh. were never Trumpers until no, he actually the, won the, the election. Those Paul people. Ryan was that the the sure. Paul Ryan? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think he was he was like the like this this is he needs to consider. I thought you meant like voters were No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I mean like people people like like uh, officials were like Oh, yeah, that, there were people that, doing that since he was in 2015 when he started running. They just But in that so with that like this is essentially the worst quote for his career and he's asked about it and so naturally he doubles down. Meant it. <laughs> like, what? Meant it. <laughs> and all of you it. do say in the video that as part of trying to have sex with this woman, you took her furniture shopping, correct? Uh, we actually did look for furniture, yes. <laughs> so that was true. Love, love is like high pitch. Co- oh, yeah. 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 Stuart. Yeah. Uh, we did. We went furniture shopping. Yeah. I don't want to go furniture shopping. <laughs> <laughs> She's not very attractive. You're not attractive either. I want someone attractive. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You actually Quick. took this woman. I think so. I've been spent a long time ago. It's how long is that? Long time ago. Long time ago. But I long think time. so. I do love you. Long so. time. Is that the only occasion when you took a woman shopping? I think so. What? And you say it again. This is become very famous. There's a woman on Epstein Island. Video. Took her shopping for <laughs> cotton candy. <laughs> In this video. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. 
grab them by the pussy, you can do anything. That's what you said, correct? Well, historically, that's true with stars. <laughs> if they can grab women by the pussy? Well, that's what it's. If you look over the last million years, I guess that's been largely true. Not always, but largely true. Unfortunately, or fortunately. Oh, or fortunately! Can you consider yourself uh, to be a star? I think you can say that, yeah. The best, the man. Oh my god! Like who has this comic timing? (laughs) Unreal, unreal. After all that trouble he got into, he's still like, what trouble? He became president after that video came out. I was just thinking, you're right. Billy Bush got in more trouble than he did that fucking video. The it's only the thing Bush reference today, <laughs> lots of big Bush references. <laughs> it's a big Bush the reference. only thing that can save the United States from a revolution is if a good person with leftist politics comes along and behaves in the manner that Trump does, except for good. The anti-Trump who has his boldness and confidence to say anything and insult anybody, but uses those skills to help people. And I strongly doubt that is ever going to happen in my lifetime. Yeah. You need to to be this person, Darren. I don't know. It's a lot of work. It is. You're right. I agree with you. And you also need a lot of money to do it. Yeah. Who's going to give me like $4 billion to run a campaign? I don't think anybody. Well, just use the checks we're already getting from George Soros. No, that's still not enough. No. He's got to step it up. Also, you would be to the left of George Soros. I feel George Soros. Oh would my god, him. yeah. George Soros would hate me. He's a standard neoliberal. Um, he would try to smear you by playing old live cast clips. Out oh of no! Context. Yep. Cheap Jew Russia, or in context, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That'd be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also wanted to mention this big story. Uh, it was a big topic of our show last week, and I can't believe the moment our show ended, uh, this breaking story hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, that Crazy Town's shifty shell shock looking as Salamanca as ever, as shell shockamanca as ever. <laughs> He's got a resting frown face now. Aww. He looks like a, um, either a Muppet or he looks like the uh, Canadians from South Park. Somewhat. <laughs> oh, I can see, <laughs> see the faces that come apart. Arrested for DUI, uh, driving under the influence. Uh, very tragic. Uh, it's a bummer, you know. I don't. I don't. I'm not cool with uh, with this. You know. You're not cool you with know, drunk some... driving. Good to know. Uh, I'm not cool with people getting caught drunk driving. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately I, I or fortunately. First you say the N-word on the show, now this. God damn. Your Soros checks are definitely gone. That's it. I keep I keep thinking of like in my head right now is the Chris Holmes song where he's like, I like to drink and drive. <laughs> I got a Muppet face. Will Crazy Town cover that song now? Oh, please. They should, right? How have they not yet? <laughs> or Chris Holmes could cover Butterfly. How about that? Oh, little, imagine. Little cultural exchange program. What would that sound? I, I want to <laughs> wait for a lull in that song and take a huge wet fart. That's what I want to do. So uh, this was in Myrtle Beach. Of course. 
And ninety-eight uh, percent of national DUIs happen in Myrtle Beach. Did you know that? <laughs> yes. I go to Myrtle Beach <laughs> with my Jack and Coke. Uh, apparently, uh, police got a call about a driver falling asleep behind the wheel of a black SUV at oh, a red boy. light. That's always nice. Feels like if you're falling asleep, maybe pull over for a few minutes. Well, is that know? drunk driving or drunk parking at that point? <laughs> well, he pulled over. Who's he? It's a victimless he was crime. Still, he was still driving when they pulled him over. Uh, oh. They say he was lethargic, slurred his words, and bombed a field sobriety test. Oh, I was going to say, uh, if not for that test, maybe he just... Uh, was suffering uh, from the effects of being sucker punched. Oh. He was the one doing the punching. Oh, right, he did get that sucker punch. Right? Maybe right. he was. Maybe he was dizzy. Yeah, he got that concussion uh, a little late. Yeah. It's fair. CTE. Crazy town excuse. That's good. CTE. Yes, exculpatory. <laughs> so, best wishes to Shifty. Does this news make you more or less likely to have sex with him, Rob? Less. That because you don't like people that get caught. Much like our dearly departed president, you don't like people that get caught. Famously or unfamously. (laughs) Plus, I mean, come on. This is this is almost as bad as looking at Cheryl Crow's cooch. Okay. (laughs) El Duderino, please Photoshop shifty shell shocks. mugshot face onto Ron Jeremy's belly button. Oh, I thought you were going to say the, the, the woman who's been, <laughs> had Cheryl Crow grafted onto her face. No, well, he doesn't we, have that photo. Yeah, he doesn't have access. To I'll that. post the photo. I'll post that photo behind a spoiler no, in the, in the no, discord. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, you won't have to look at it, Sid, if you don't you click don't have the to spoiler. Look at it. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, it's a spoiler. Uh, but I should mention our discord. All this fun happens yeah. in our discord. Come chat with us 24-7. Go to riplivecast.com. The invite is right there on the page. Uh, and riplivecast.com has all the links that you would need to, you know, our socials, our, our, our video page, our audio page, the Discord, some merch. If you want to buy some merch, we'd appreciate it. I like to drink and <laughs> I wonder how he's doing. We haven't really uh, heard from him. I think he also is getting over some cancer. What? Is that right? Hey. I like to get chemo. (laughs) I got an ivy bag. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, uh, how's his cooch looking? Oh, my God. So hairy. Oh, he's performing. He's out there. If he had radiation, maybe it's not hairy anymore. (laughs) Fair, fair. Uh, so I went to Blabbermouth to search for Chris Holmes, and the latest story on, on the top of the main page is, well, let me just show you. That uh, it was, uh, disturbs David Draymond is using dating app Tinder to find, quote, what? the right woman following oh, no. his recent divorce. Oh, Actually, my That's goodness. the picture you're swiping through. You oh. see that fucking thing staring at you? Uh, Rabbi, bad touch. Uh, one of uh, Draymond's Twitter followers shared a screenshot of what appeared to be the singer's Tinder profile, and he wrote, "LOL, dude, you see this? I'm tagging you because I believe it's fake." Uh, David responded, "Not fake, LOL. It's me." 
Uh, This prompted the fan to write, my bad, bro, for assuming. To which Draymond replied, all good. You'd be surprised. It's hard for a guy like me to meet the right woman. I'll tell you, it's been weird so far. Lots of scammers trying to figure out how to navigate this new terrain. (laughs) Another uh, fan also claimed, uh, uh, chimed in on Draymond's presence on Twitter writing, read, David Draymond can't get laid anymore. Draymond fired back with, I can get laid anytime I want if I'm willing to drop my standards, but my standards are quite high and I won't dishonor myself that way. Looking for the right woman, not just any woman. Oh, and by the way, you're a dick. My standards are so high, I'm on Tinder. Yeah. Like, has nobody told David D. Rayman about Raya or Raya or however you pronounce it? Maybe he, they didn't let him in. Yeah, it's like Iron Maiden. The Raya is probably his mom's name. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Rob, do you still have access to that picture of David D. Rainman with Noah? Maybe we tweet that at him and say, hey. You know her. (laughs) What do you think, man? So this is his his Tinder his Tinder photo. (laughs) Is it with the dog? It's his dead dog. This is his dead dog. Oh no, what? It's dead now. Putting out in a chokehold. Oh his dog God. just died. He, that was one of his posts a few weeks ago. Like, like I, my dog died. My wife left. Oh, me. Like something like that. Not, not that, not that doom and gloom. But let's see, let's take a quick, a closer look at his profile. Okay. Let's see. Uh, first, I can't believe he's on Tinder. Like, what are you doing, bro? You're a millionaire. Like, get the hell off. Like, right? Like, isn't Tinder to me? Tinder is like the straight grinder, right? Like, it's just. Known as I the hookup. I think it's not like, like a really. it's hookups and relationships. I think it's okay. it's it's, a, it's not like they don't really market it that way. I just think a lot of people are horny. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So his tags are open to exploring, Pisces, <laughs> bachelors, children. Not sure yet, bro. You're fifty. You got to. Could someone take this picture and tweet it at Howie Mandel and say, dude, somebody's using your image on Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I want to point out that, like, the response that Draymond gave about not getting laid, that was the person didn't even tweet that to David Draymond. They responded oh. to this tweet from Crazy Moments in New Metal History, and Draymond went into the replies, found oh, no. it, and, <laughs> and tweeted back at the guy. He is. He, Big time divorced dad energy here. Uh, Big time how, divorced guy. How energy. many likes on that? Uh, 616. Oh, are you going to like it, Rob? Like it. No. <laughs> All right. Let's see a little more you of his can... profile. So wait, he says he's not sure yet. Oh, I guess if he wants more kids, because he already yeah. has kids. Yeah. Okay. I see. That's fine. Proud father, front man of stir. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe don't lead with that. I believe with all my heart in the healing, redeeming, and the therapeutic power of music and the connection it creates between all people. He couldn't resist some caps in there. He (laughs) (laughs) mostly stayed away from it. Let's see. When he says all people, does that mean he's bi? All people, but like there's a, you can't see it, but uh, the next line is in parentheses, except Palestinians. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine every Palestinian woman on Tinder right now. Go bombard him with uh, likes and stuff. 
Somebody, please tell David about Raya. I mean, now I'm sure somebody will. Uh, now, now that this is getting blabbermouth attention, but uh, bless his heart. Thank you, David G. Rainman, for constantly giving us material. He should have gone to uh, to uh, the Fiddler on the Roof to get the matchmaker. Uh, get him, find him a nice, <laughs> yeta, nice, yeta. nice, nice Jewish girl. Didn't Topol just die? He could be yeah. the new fiddler. Hitler? That's a... Oh, fiddler. <laughs> fiddler. Weird how those A lot two... of mishearing words. A lot of mishearing <laughs> words on God. this episode. It's weird how those two words sound so similar. <laughs> uh, when Topol died, I saw that there was some uh, gossip that he was like a, a KGB agent or something. What? Right? Like a... Really? That I did not know. KGB agent? A was Mossad he agent. He was a Mossad agent. I was going to say, he wasn't Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was the goss. But he's not, right? That's like... Someone uh, made that no, it says his family says he has a hidden role. It was even in the times of Israel and Haaretz. Did they wait till he died to blow him up like that? Apparently. Okay. I can't seem to load the article. For then it's fine. Topo. What other great uh, actor? What other musical uh, theater people do we know that are actually spies? <laughs> Kristen Chenoweth, oh. the CIA. I believe it. Cheryl Don't Hines, it. maybe is she a spy? She's with is RFK. She a Broadway person. Oh, fair. They're coming to get you, Rob. Yeah. Uh oh, here they come. I mentioned RFK. The feds are coming for me. I mean, they, about vaccines. Could you imagine if they do have a democratic debate and we have to sit through an hour plus of that dude's voice? Have you heard that dude speak? That's like the most I've painful voice to listen to in the hit. Like that would be worse than having no debates. Except, well, they, I feel like, I mean, it's his voice and then Biden stumbling yeah. and then Marianne. I, Marianne Williamson would sound like the sanest person on that stage. Probably. But like honestly, I like even five seconds of RFK Jr.'s voice is like I I have to turn it off. It's I understand. What is his deal? Does he have like some kind of illness? Why does he sound like that? He had a th uh, some kind of throat thing. A lifetime of no vaccines makes you sound like that <laughs> in your old age. It's why I've been talking to Darren about this because of the three Democratic nominees, if I'm like uh, the the people saying the thing that I want to hear. Mm -hmm. RFK is the one saying the things I want to hear. Uh, but well, I have, I have a lot I actually, of disagreements with him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I agree with all of it, but there's a like he's the only one kind of uh, like saying, you know, we shouldn't be going to war. He's the closest uh, so to the right on the most important things. Yeah, yeah. But like, like you said, like I, I read this stuff and I'm like, hey, this 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 is good. But then I'll watch the speech and then I'm like, oh, I don't know. Ooh. Oh. This it's is tough. tough, but the other guy is Joe Biden. <laughs> like, I mean, what is he fucking? Uh, is he that's, it's so, Franklin that's Delano so, Roosevelt? And then, I, which leads me to my to the thought of like, is there really nobody else? Like, there's nobody in this whole fucking country that could that's charming and like has no. like decent views. They exist, but they're not going to run in a primary against an incumbent that's a shoe in to win the primary. It's a waste. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a shoe in to win the primary because he's like 
31 uh, percent popularity or something and like 57 percent of democrats say they want somebody else to run but so not i don't think the two other alternatives that's well that was what i was getting yeah. to which is that's not the reason there is a reason people don't run it's because they have no chance of winning just yeah. because yeah. the democrats it's, are gonna it's cheat yeah, exactly. Yeah, going well, with the two that are running now, they don't need to cheat. But maybe but I don't still, agree. Like, I think if the, there was the like DNC a free... isn't giving right. them anything. It's not right. like there. There's there's no debates. There's no, there's no reason to run because you won't right. be able to get ahead. You won't be able to build. A well, because the, they already have the incumbent president. They're not going to yeah. support anybody else. That's, but that's like the yeah. thing. But that's always like that. That's not just Democrats or Republicans. That's Republican side too. But let's not pretend that we have free and fair elections if the DNC just gets to pick whoever the fucking presidential candidate is. Well, he's already been picked. He was vote elected. He was elected in the prior election. Now we're yeah. going to have another election, though. But the, no party is going to support challenges to the incumbent president. That's I agree. That but that, I agree. But that's because it's corrupt. They're supposed to be. On paper, what they claim to be is a neutral observer. We want to get the best candidate. Well, the, the sitting president is clearly the best candidate. He's not the best candidate. He's the best candidate for them to win, but that's yeah. like, but in their mind, but that's not what that doesn't necessarily affect what the people want. But again, there's that, no like, there's no, it's not like there's this one person that we're like, oh, if only this person ran it would be so that we that person doesn't exist right now but it's the chicken or the egg because there would be a lot of those people if there was free and fair elections but they don't even bother because it's a huge expense it's going all around the country doing all this shit and there's literally no chance the democrats are going to let anyone that doesn't favor like billionaires to become the nominee so why even go through all of that except the if you're Marianne Williamson or like you just there, they know they're not going to win too, I think, but they're and just they trying to they're doing it to kind of like, I think for her, the benefit of it is she gets publicity and then she right. does speaking tours and it bumps up her speaking right you know, but the thing that's, that I, that's really like, I can't sit with that's making me super uncomfortable is okay. Cheryl Crow's uh, Bush. No, uh, I said neg. Neg. Don't go it's back to it, Rob. You're only making it, it was worse. just we know what you meant, but it was like maybe <laughs> avoid that lane entirely. That's uh so the thing that's bothering me is okay, it's gonna be Biden with Kamala as as the VP. Has it officially and been announced that Kamala's gonna be the VP? I didn't see that. I, it, not officially, but I just imagine that it's like why why wouldn't they? I mean, why wouldn't be, they? We're going to be a Who? lot closer to Kamala Harris being. That's there. what I'm about to say. Like, look, the chance, like we were saying, like, oh, there's a chance that Kamala might be the president. Yeah. He's going to die. The chances are far greater now in these next four years that he will not make in the four years and we will have a Kamala. And I, I, and to think a step further, she will do so bad and she will bomb so bad that like it almost guarantees that the next president is going to yes. be whoever the republican is. Well, can I interject something here? I if you forced me to pick between those two horrendous choices, I would rather have president Kamala Harris. 100% than, than Biden? She's a bl empty vessel. She's 
one of the dumbest people I've ever seen. I do feel like I know less about her now than four years ago. Somehow she's been completely she's, absent. She's a blank Which, like, canvas. Maybe she's great. Who the fuck even would know? No. She's, she's have a, have no you ever heard her give any interview? She says nothing. She's an she's a walking AI robot. She I, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I don't care how they do in interviews. It's policy and how you actually do once you have the job an interview, whatever. It's a choice well, between a completely blank canvas versus yeah. like a dyed in the wool 50 year ideologue who hates poor people and minorities and workers. And like, he knows the plan. His brain might be mush, but he <laughs> still, he still has enough there to know what that they're trying to do and accomplishing it. Well, let me ask you this now. So, okay. So let's say Biden wins uh, next year, which I don't think if it's Biden and Trump again, I don't think it's, like it, it's truly a toss-up. It's I really am like out of the prediction business because yeah. I, if you told me a hundred and seventeen-year-old mummy would win <laughs> the election, even against even against the shittiness of Trump, I would have said, "There's no, what are they doing?" And he won. So I don't predict, but I just can't imagine. I mean, with the way his poll numbers are and everything. But, but okay, let's say he wins. He let's also he has wins. to live to the election. Well, hold on, hold on. So he lives, he wins, then. God forbid he dies uh, while president and it's president Kamala Harris Four four years pass. You know, it's the next election 2028 Kamala has been running the country. Is she now just crowned the democratic nominee because she's president, you know, or, oh, yeah. or will they allow There's there to be a primary? There'll be more of a primary, but it'll still be like thumb on the scale for her. Cause she's still the incumbent. But what I'm trying to get at is the thumb is on the scale for whoever they wanted to pick, not because he's the incumbent. He's the incumbent. He's the pick because he's the best, most reliable, like, person to serve this fucking Pentagon. That's it. I don't think it's because but, okay. he's the incumbent. If but he did a shitty job, he would for them, he would not be. the. But the go pick. back to 2008. Wasn't that person Clinton over Obama at that yes. point? And yes, Obama think, still won. I think Obama convinced enough people in those back rooms that, like, I don't think it was because he convinced anyone in debates or anything. Or he was so good, or the people's will won out of it. I think Obama said, "I'm gonna listen. Trust me, okay? I'm gonna do all this shit for you better than she will." And he did. And he uh, did a great job. Uh, that's the, even for me. That's a very cynical take, but maybe. I think it's more that's what like, he did. Didn't he do well, that? Sure, but I think that any ideological great candidate gets broken once they get in the job. And if Bernie had won, it would have been the same fucking thing. I don't think he got broken. That's my fundamental disagreement with you. I think Could he always planned to do that. And I think he always had the hope and change as a veneer to to pretend he was going to do that stuff. I mean, maybe I think the job just breaks you of any ideals you have very quickly. And then you just. Mm do what everyone else before you did some variation of that regardless of what you actually wanted to do well let's elect rfk and see oh god that's a joke I, because i think honestly, he is, fine i just don't want to hear that voice if it was yeah. anyone else's voice then whatever he is very much a neoliberal anyway he's like a very big russia gator and i mean a, his last name is kennedy like yeah. it's the, the blueprint he's pro ukraine war and sending them trillions of dollars but you, you guys just said he was against wars i don't know i i think i don't think he's against wars per se i think he says some of the closer to the right things about 
wars, okay. but not Ukraine specifically. He was big on Ukraine, but he also oh, said he, like he said not to send them any more money, which he's the only. Oh, one did I? I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, what I saw in the beginning of the Ukraine war, he was talking about like how this is a threat to U.S. democracy and everything. I may have not have seen everything he said on it. Um, well, got a little political here, folks. That's what happens. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun stuff. Uh, I want to talk about our, our music picks. Let's talk about some music, folks. Every week, we each pick a song. We throw it on our Spotify playlist. We call it the RIP A Livecast Music Break. RIP A Livecast Music Break, folks. Search for it on Spotify. And uh, looks like Spotify has a new little uh, interface now. My app updated. It's mm -hmm. nice. Uh, I picked a song called Elephant by an artist called Conk. <laughs> it's on this compilation. Uh, Soul Jazz Records presents New York Noise Dance Music from the New York Underground 1977 to 1982. A few weeks ago, it was Record Store Day, and I mentioned how I wanted to get this Macho Man vinyl, which I did get. Uh huh. Oh. There it is. Very nice. Why don't so you play something from that? Are you just keeping uh, it in the plastic like a collector's item? Yes, because it's. Uh, well, first of all, I don't have a record player. <laughs> For fuck's oh, sake! I, have, so I probably need a record player. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I wanted it as a, I wanted to hang this up because I wanted the large artwork <laughs> I, the thing is though it's selling for ridiculous amounts on ebay and like cd distro uh like over 200 dollars. so you can sell I it checked. no no i'm not gonna sell it but i thought about it <laughs> but i'm not gonna no i want it i actually so, want it but anyway so to, to soft voice trump there <laughs> <laughs> famously or not famously uh uh but you know, there were a few other records on the shelves for Record Store Day that really piqued my interest. And this compilation, New York Noise, was another one uh, that was released for Record Store Day. And I saw somebody walk out with it right before I was able to get into the store. But the beauty of Spotify is it's all just streaming. And it's actually re a really interesting compilation. All different types of music. There's like some reggaeton, uh, some other stuff. And this is like a really sick soul jazz song. So. You never know where you might find a new song you like. Oh, boy. Sid? Uh, I watched the David Bowie documentary, Moon Age Daydream, earlier this week, and it was great. Very artsy-fartsy, very trippy-dippy. Uh, and uh, it got me thinking I wasn't going to – to put a David Bowie song on the playlist is a little too – like, he doesn't need our help. But I was like, what, what's some good punk rock David Bowie covers that I can think of. And the first one that came to mind was uh, the band, the pink Lincolns, which is a early aughts, late nineties, Florida based punk rock band. They did a cover of heroes that I actually had on vinyl back in the day for some fucking weird reason. And uh, it's pretty great. It's a fun little snotty punk version of heroes by David Bowie. So that's what I picked. Darren. Uh, I picked a song called Is There Anyone Home by the great Gordon Lightfoot, who mm. passed away within the last week. R.I.P. Lightfoot. On May <laughs> That's very good. And uh, oh, my cat just knocked something over. I don't know if you heard that. Your uh, cat does not have light feet. No, <laughs> certainly does not. Uh, he's just a very nice, easy listening folk rock 
kind of guy if you don't know him uh, he's one of the artists i mentioned on this show uh i was in a, a class in high school where the the teacher a mechanical drawing class mm. the teacher used to play the radio you can't touch the radio you can't change the channel if you do i'm going to turn it off for the whole semester but it was all this like light easy listening stuff like air supply and stuff gordon lightfoot was a frequent uh made mm. frequent appearances in that class as well and this song is from an album that came out literally on the day I was born. Wow. On January 1st, 1974. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. I do, I do, I have, I'm, I've fallen out of touch, I think, with Gordon Lightfoot. But I used to, my mother used to listen to him a lot. And I, I picked it up around the house. She'd be singing songs. I'd go, who's that? She said, Gordon Lightfoot. So I started, like, getting into him. And it's very nice, soothing, soothing, calming music with thoughtful lyrics. Highly recommended and RIP a Lightfoot. Yeah. And Canadian, by the way. Mm -hmm. My boss, who is Canadian, said he is like the Canadian Bob Dylan. Oh, is that right? I didn't realize it was that serious. And boss was like, no, he's like a national hero in Canada. He's like our Bob Dylan. In terms of prominence, right? Like he sounds nothing like Bob Dylan. No, no, no. Okay. Just like, he's that big. When Bob Dylan dies here, he says that that's how Canada feels about losing Gordon Lightfoot. That's how America will feel when Bob Dylan dies. Well, well deserved. I didn't he's, realize it was that serious. He's very talented. I went to look on what was released on my birthday. Sadly, only one one or two albums. Nothing, Say, nothing famous. Do you know the songs that were number one the day you were born? Because that's always interesting to me. Mine is uh, your, um, Time in a Bottle by Jim Croce. Oh. I could save time in a bottle. Let's see. Uh, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This by The Eurythmics. Oh, that's a good one. It's a great one. I'm looking mine up. Hold on. Bear with me. I have to scroll back a lot of years to get to my birth year. So. And Maniac. And every breath Bad Girls by Donna Summer. Oh, yeah. You both nice. got the two winners there. Mine is third place by a lot. Wonderful. Uh, also, I want to talk about our Patreon. If you want extra live cast goodness, go to patreon.com slash RIP livecast. You get access to two bonus episodes a month. The top of the month, we have a great episode. This month, we go through the entire new Metallica album, 72 seasons, and we thrash or trash each record. It's very, very fun. Check it out. Patreon.com slash RIP Livecast. And uh, we have uh, over two years of bonus episodes in there for you to enjoy, which you can do. And if you want to throw us a few extra bones, 10 bucks a month means you're a top Livecast fan of the week. You get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. How are we doing these shout outs, folks? You're David D. Rain Man hitting on these people on Tinder. <clears throat> Hello, Eric. I love the power of music and the power. Uh, Benjamin, I'm the front man of Disturbed. I have a million dollars. Dan <laughs> R., I have a bald head. And you know what they say about guys with bald? Hey, Sam, I am. Like to smoke? Are these uh, just reading your from your yes, uh, that's what you said. David, David E. Rayman is a huge pothead. Uh, yeah. he was in like Amsterdam last summer, and I remember he tweeted from a like, like he tweeted like he was a tourist that just got there for the first time. It was so cringy, and he <laughs> tweeted challenging 
Uh, I believe Justin Bieber to a smoke off. Which I'm what? Oh my god! Oh my god, bro, bro, bro! Mindy Mayer's Kippa. Uh, what are your thoughts on Zionism? Uh, Shasur Sassusits. I've played Massachusetts before. Do you want to come <laughs> see me live? Hugo likes tacos. Kosher tacos? Lando Danks. Haha, <laughs> Danks, I get it. I smoke marijuana. I once challenged Justin Bieber to a smoking contest while in Amsterdam. Oh, where are you going, Land? LaCroix. Uh, sorry, LaCroix. I'm more of a vintage guy. I'm going to swipe on you. Doug Pigman. Not kosher. Uh, Corey and Scotty H. You sound wonderful. Uh, <laughs> Douglas, who are you, Levison? You look like you would be too hard on my music and just not get it. I, I, I'm swiping left on you. And hey, guys, it's Josh. Well, hey, guys, it's David D. Rainman. <laughs> Great impression. Know. That's my. Uh, <laughs> that's all for this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Saturday, 11 a.m. ish. Uh, hopefully you can tune in live and hang out with us on the stream. Kisses until then. Love you. <laughs>